We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. It's Jeremy White with Sneaky Joe DiBiase. Does anybody else out there want to want to do something like that? What, what do we need to settle? Jeremy White. When you were a kid and you were going to get sick, like you might throw up, did your family use the same bowl? You go to bed, you bring the bowl there in case you're going to throw up. Was that the same bowl as the family movie popcorn bowl? With Sneaky Joe DiBiase. The same bowl that you are eating popcorn out of has been thrown up into. The sick bowl. It's just a bowl. You just wash it. It's just a bowl. The mental damage alone should be there that, hey, some, you know, little, whatever, your little brother or sister... I just threw up in this last week. Now I'm eating popcorn. Why do we have a dishwasher? So on Monday, popcorn. On Tuesday, throw up. And on Wednesday, dog food. No, I see no issue with it. On WGR Sports Radio 550. This drives home, I think, a developing trend on this show. Which is? Between the puke bowl story, the treadmills, and the golf simulator. I'm an idea guy, and you're just over here trying to poke holes in all my... My beautiful practice. Well, I mean, that's what you need, though, right? You need someone <laughs> to help weed out the good ideas from the bad, or the bad ideas that, from the good ideas. That's right. That's right. They've got to pass your test. Got a lot of a lot of comments, a lot of texts, tweets about putting treadmills in golf simulators. You've Just, made progress on this front, a yeah, little bit, a little bit. This is insane. The Just, links at Turf Mill, yeah. are going to be a real thing. Yeah, maybe. I don't know about that, but. And nobody except for you will ever use that, that treadmill n- in the back of the room. That is not true. Guaranteed. People will walk. 2%. People will walk, Ray. People, <laughs> people will definitely walk. Nobody is going to use this thing. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the idea yesterday, if you missed it, I, I know you're... Well, right, what, what are we talking about right, right now? now you're yeah. th- what, right now you're thinking, wait a minute, did I just hear the greatest idea I've ever heard? Treadmills at golf simulators? Yes, you did. That's right. We're, we're, we're looking into it. Not really. Why do I have treadmills in here? I would do it. Are you? You're not really using. Are you using the, uh, the, the ergonomic the, chair? The ergonomic chair behind you. Occasionally, it's I been am. sitting in the corner a little bit over there. Yeah. This is see. This is what the tra- as a lot of workout stuff. I don't know how much you usually stick to it, but people will get workout stuff and then you'll use it for a week and then it's off in the corner. That's going to be what this treadmill is going to be at the golf simulator. Yeah. It's, well, it's like an option. It's like uh, I'm trying to think about golf. Other things that are there that you don't use, like. You know, for some people, at the simulator around the four course. iron. Some people just you know you hit. I uh, yeah. You're gonna hit driver all day, and you're never gonna hit your four iron. Sure, but it's still in the bag to make you feel better. That's true. So it's there as an option. Mm-hmm. Lot, I, don't lot, even, I don't even carry a four iron. 
Oh, I do. I hit the forearm sometimes. Uh, Brian Kozer will join us at 6.30. Quick TPC Sawgrass Players Championship preview. The nice. golf gets started today. One very quick story on Sawgrass. I played it maybe six years ago now. Yep. And one very, very quick thing. It's, the, it's a very famous course. They've got the Island Green, the 17th. It's what everybody remembers is the 17th hole. Joe, so this kind of ties in simulator and all that as well. I played the simulator yesterday, or two days ago, and I played Spyglass Hill, which is a course I played a few years back when we went to Pebble Beach and played like that life trip of a lifetime golf tournament. Yep. I remember every single shot I hit at Spyglass. I could tell you from 1 to 18 every shot. I remember them all. Pebble, That's I could, a lot to remember. Pebble, I could do, probably do the same. Really? Harding, okay. we, we had three golf courses that trip. I could probably tell you every single one. And... I, how, you know, we talk about this with Howard sometimes. It, I don't know. Most, I think a lot of golfers are this way. You play a course once, you can remember holes one through eighteen. Like I can yep. sequence them in my brain like the alphabet and just kind of get to fourth hole. Okay, yeah, that's a par three. I can do that with almost every course I've ever played. Yep. And if I've played a really famous course and had a memorable round, I can remember every shot. Oh yeah, that's right. I hit it over on this left bunker over here when we played here four years ago. Mm-hmm. The only place I can't do that with is Sawgrass. I don't really remember anything about it. It was just a blur? It was a blur. Because, I think it's because you're just waiting for 17. <laughs> you're just... Really, yeah, yeah. You, you, that's the fa- it's maybe the most famous hole in golf, the Island Green. Yep. They'll have a 17 cam out there during this tournament where you can just watch all the guys hit the 17th. Yep. And that might be the explanation. I remember 16, 17, 18, and the rest of it, I remember almost nothing. Wow. Yeah. Which is too well, bad. These, these, other cor- well, right, these other courses will have notable holes, but not like this. Right. Sure. Lots like of Pebbles got. Pebbles got the ocean hole that Alan. The ocean hole, yeah. Yep. We watched Alan hit that, and he birdied it. He hit down to the ocean bird. I remember that. Yep. That's a very famous hole. There's a stretch there. So, I don't know, just a random thing about this tournament that as I watch this, I'll try to reacquaint myself with the course. The other thing that Sawgrass had going for it, it was in the Tiger Woods video game forever. So, I feel like yeah. I should remember the entire course. Yeah. But I necessarily, I, I I don't. So Simulators? Do they have Sawgrass on simulators? I've not seen it. Okay. Not yet. So, it's a fun tournament and, um, you know, watch guys hit it in the water. I, I hit it in the water. Very famous hole. 16's of maybe... Better hole, whatever. It's it's fun. Yep. 16, 17, 18 are great holes. Anyway, that's some golf talk. Good morning. It's Jeremy and Joe. How are you today? It's uh, Thursday. The Sabres are home tonight against the Dallas Stars. I was just I was looking at the standings, and they're not as fun to look at. They're, well, as, they're well, still fine. Can I? What? what? Let's label this uh, segment about the Sabres an inconvenient truth. Okay. Sure. There, okay. there is an inconvenient truth staring us right in the face. Here it is. The top 10 spots in the draft lottery get a shot at number one. I think Here we go. I think nine are locked in. Uh-huh. The gap between the ninth and the 10th spot in the draft lottery on points in the NHL is eight. Okay. St. Louis has 59. They're ninth from the bottom. Yep. Then comes... Detroit, Washington, Buffalo, Ottawa, Nashville, separated by two points. So St. Louis is locked in, we think. I'm telling you, nine of the ten Connor Bedard lottery teams have established they will be in the lottery. And now two of those teams have traded their picks. Ottawa's traded their pick. So Arizona's rooting hard against Ottawa. 
Florida too. Florida has traded their pick. Yeah. So th- these two teams, the Sabers, of course, have their pick, and they play the Dell Stars tonight and the Rangers tomorrow. And I'm not saying that now is the time, but if things go south against Dallas and against the Rangers, and then next week, yeah, how, how mad are people going to be at me? Furious. You're all, if you fall, furious, right? It's for three percent, as opposed to zero percent, right? I I think. Well, Joe, l- let's see. Let's, let's play this game. The argument you're going to have to present to anybody, I think, to get anybody even not, not even necessarily on board, but not mad at you, their playoff odds are going to have to be lower than three percent. Oh yeah, right now they're six. So that, okay, that could be even. T- could that be tonight? If, if they lose tonight, I saw MoneyPuck.com has them down to about five after tonight. And if they were to lose, I'm not. Saying, are there other games tonight? I'm not rooting for it to happen. I'm just presenting, as I said, an inconvenient truth about the Sabers and the standings. Yeah, that they have the opportunity, as do the Washington Capitals. Detroit won last night. I was I was keeping an eye on this for Detroit. Detroit played Chicago. They won. So they are not really in the race, but. You know, we want to we want to label Detroit dead. They're a point back of the Sabers. Yeah. So that team we've labeled out of it. Washington we've also labeled dead. They're tied on points with the Sabers. Now Buffalo has games in hand on both these teams, so you know we'll see. But you know you want to you want to scoff at three percent. Okay. Okay. Joe, there's a briefcase with a million dollars in the break room. Would you like a three percent chance at it or a zero percent chance at it? Well, in that, yes, I'd um, like a 3%. You know, all of a sudden. But I'm cashing in. I'm cashing in my briefcase. Now? No. You're just... Well, what I mean is... Uh, you're just aware that yeah. if things go the wrong direction for any one of these teams, Buffalo, Washington, Detroit, it's probably under those three, because Ottawa's playing really well right now. Buffalo, Ottawa, Ottawa Detroit. Really well. Right, so Buffalo, Washington, Detroit. One of those three teams is probably going to get into this lottery. And I wonder, again, it's only 3%, but I wonder by the time you get to April, yeah, if two of these teams are out of it, let's let's not let's remove Buffalo from it. Yeah. Washington and Detroit with a week left are clearly the two that will get the last spot. One of them will get it. Will we see questionable roster decisions in the final week of the season? I think you should. You're not. I don't think you're going to get it though. I don't think teams are going to are going to operate that way on on three percent. Even though, again, I'm not saying they shouldn't. I don't think they're going to. You know, it's funny you say they wouldn't operate on three percent. Yet the Tampa Bay Lightning, in a year like this, lottery protected a pick that they traded. That's and so did the Devils. So right? You want to say that? Well, who cares about three percent? Well, then why did Ottawa? Why did Arizona call Ottawa for their first round pick? Well, they did it for a two percent chance. Yeah. The other thing too, though, here is so it's three percent if you get it right. Like it's a hundred percent if you make the playoffs. You have to still get. You 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 think what was it? Nine of the ten are already I, I th- done. I think, I think nine of the ten lottery spots for Connor Bedard are locked in. So part of the playoff race is if I get it, I'm a hundred percent. I'm in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. If I get the ten spot, then I then I have the three percent. And what are my odds? I'm actually going to be below. How many teams are in it? Detroit, Washington, Ottawa, Nashville, Florida, Calgary. The only team the Sabers have to the only two teams that the Sabers are currently ahead of they would have to finish behind is Washington and Detroit. 
But you still have Ottawa and Nashville right there. Yes, you do. But uh, but Nashville's got more points, and they have two in hand on the Sabres. Okay. So I, it's but it's not. You still have a fight there to get the three percent. There's te- a fight to get the three. I've labeled it an inconvenient truth. That it's might, inconvenient. That might be trademarked. It by is, the way, it I, is an I, inconvenient I, truth that one of these teams will get a 3% chance and the team that is one spot above them will get a 0% chance because they changed the lottery rules. Only the top 10 teams get a lottery ball for number one. And you're going to be thinking about this, what, if they lose tonight? Every time they lose, it's gonna be I'm going think, to think about it more. I don't want them to lose. I'm not advocating that they lose. If they were going to, like, there's a joke in here to be made about who would you play, which goalie would you put in, but they're playing relatively well. The goaltenders have come around, right? Uh-huh. Like, so I'm not advocating. I'm just pointing to an inconvenient reality that you might find it embarrassing, but one of the things I think about is we're already over the moon on how good this team is on their young talent. I mean, yeah. Is it, but, okay, man, if, if, you, if you fall, let's, they fall to that spot. Mm-hmm. They have a three percent chance in the lottery, which is one point away from where they are right now. Yeah, but they fall to that spot, and now the season ends, mm-hmm. and you've fallen behind Detroit and Ottawa. You are currently behind Ottawa. It's a lot, but it's a lot harder, I think, to label the season as a whole a success. If yeah, you went up in points, you went down. It, you you made this argument a couple weeks ago. I about did. I did placement. In, in terms, not necessarily the score and like a golf round, but like what place did you finish in? They'll have gone down in the place they finished in. Yep. That's going to be a lot tougher of a sell of the season was a success because, well, Detroit improved, Ottawa improved. You did too, but not as much as they did because they jumped you. They leapfrogged you. Now you are seventh out of eight in the division. Mm-hmm. And who, by the way, is getting all that much worse? Like Ottawa, Ottawa's young. Ottawa's getting better. Uh, Ottawa didn't have Chickering all year. I don't disagree with any of this. I mean, I think we're all pretty bright on the Sabres' future, but everything you're saying right now, is it any different if they finish one point ahead of Detroit versus one point behind Detroit? It's all still true. I mean, Ottawa's still right. young. Ottawa's just get brought in Chickering. Detroit is going to still try to, of course, like everybody's going to try to be better. The Sabres aren't the only young team. They're not the only team that's going to try and build around their young core. Anyway. We don't have to get too deep into it. I don't need people that mad at me on a Thursday before 7 a.m. I did just run the lottery at Tankathon.com. Oh, now you've gateways. Hey, they jumped a, they jumped a fourth. Who did? The Sabres. They're picking fourth. They picked. They jumped a fourth because so, that can happen even if they don't what that means finish in the top ten. is that they won the lottery, but you can only move up ten spots. Would that be the most? Okay, let me play this out. It's lottery night. They finished. They finished. Right, where are they right now? That's not 11th from the bottom. What is it? 13th from must the bottom? Be, must be 14th to move up, to, or 15th to move up to 4th. Okay, so they finished 21st in the standings. They were one point away from Detroit in that 10th spot, and then they win the lottery. Would that be the most no. frustrating? I mean, I mean, it would be like you were what? <laughs> if you had lost, we could pick out any game in the standings and say, had you lost that game, you'd have Bedard. Well,. No, I don't. I don't necessarily go that way because if you'd lost that game, somebody else would have been in the, with the sequence of numbers that won the Bedard lottery. Okay, that's fair. Right, your lottery ball would not have been assigned to you if that had happened. So the Connor Bedard lottery, it is okay. Then what it, if Detroit were to win the lottery? 
in then, the tenth spot. That, Sabre, that, that's that, the frustrating scenario. Well, the Sabers are in more trouble because now that guy's in your division. But also, you were one point away from. Then you could say you were one point away from winning. You it. could, you could. I mean, that's the kind of thing where you say the season that the Sabers tanked for McDavid and Eichel. That if you had finished third from the bottom, you would have had McDavid. But this, you know. That's the randomness coming into it. So I won't go with you on like even thinking about this yet, but I will say, I might get to a point where I'm rooting for Detroit to just not finish in the top ten. Give me, give me the least percentage chance possible that he's in the division. Because yeah. if you start adding teams up, Montreal is three percent. Detroit would be another three percent. Florida, if they drop, that'd be another three percent for Montreal. Um, Montreal, well, is, no, Montreal's at seven and a half, right? Plus their pick that they own that belongs to Florida. If that were to drop in, mm-hmm. all right, all right. I'll, 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 I got Tankathon. Just, I'm not going to bookmark this site yet. It's just an inconvenient reality slash truth that with every loss, I'm going to look at this a little bit harder. I didn't even intend on bringing this up, but Detroit winning last night is a reminder. You know, the Sabers on point percentage. They're ahead of these teams. They're ahead of Washington. They're ahead of Detroit. But, you know, if they, if they, Paul Hamilton, who we talked to, you know, most days about the Sabres and Sabres beat reporter, pointed out these next two games they've got against the Rangers and the Stars, for, the Stars lead their division. And the Rangers are yep. one of the, what, the five best teams in the league? Yep. And loaded up at the deadline. And they both have stud goaltenders, too. Jake Ottinger tonight for Dallas. We'll see if he plays. And then for the Rangers, Shesterkin. We'll see if he plays on Saturday afternoon. So, Big, big tests for the Sabres. They fall to the Islanders, and it's just... Zach Jones, who does the nightcap, he had a funny tweet about this after they lost to Columbus, which is something along the lines of, every time the Sabres seem to get to the doorstep of the hype going off the tra- off the track, just everybody going to get so excited, they lose. They lost to Columbus. Yeah. When, had they beaten Columbus, it was about to go bonkers for everything. Then they go to Boston, get hammered. Bring it back with a win against Tampa. Okay, set up a big game against the Islanders. Mm-hmm. Loss. Like they really get right to the edge of this could mean they're going to make it and suffer a loss. And there's 19 games left. There's time. They probably have to go 11, 6, and 2. And that's counting tonight. So if they lose tonight, you're looking at 11, 5, and 2 to try and get into the postseason for what the mark is that the Islanders are currently setting. So when they when they beat Washington, we had done this a little bit though, hadn't we? That that was winning five of six. Like the hype got off the rails a little bit, right? They had just beaten Florida and Tampa on the road. That's right. Something they had not done in five years. Um, beat either one of those teams on the road, and then they hammered Washington. Maybe maybe we weren't all the way there because we still saw the stretch that was coming. Like we knew these yeah. this stretch of good teams. It was one of the reasons that their playoff probabilities, according to again Money Puck, if you like that site, were kind of low. It was they have they have a tough strength of schedule. They're really tough to yeah. close out the season. I think Detroit's is pretty easy. The Islanders might be pretty. I think the Red, the Red Wings was yes. hard. Yeah. It's, it's the Islanders that's easy. Yeah, the Islanders have a much easier schedule to close out than the Sabers. Anyway, tonight Dallas get a win, make everybody feel better, put this stuff aside. Yep. How can you blame me for looking at it? Come on. And TSN. Speaking of which, TSN recorded a song about him. James about Bedard. Yes. All the all the people on the staff, like the sports guys. There's a song called "Bad for Bedard" that they played during the deadline. Really, James Duffy was it good? Performs. I mean, it's all right. It's like a parody. <laughs> it's a parody song, but they, yeah, they they made a song about tanking. About tanking for which, Bedard. 
you know, on some levels, that conversation gets to be about morality. And here's TSN with like, hey, make a song. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's, it's not that bad. Just go out and tank and take your chances for Connor Bedard. So, how about San Jose getting their head? They've they've only won two of their last twelve, and they're only three points out of last now. I am surprised that there's not more chatter about it, especially with the race as tight as it is. Maybe maybe it is talk in Columbus, Chicago, San Jose, Anaheim. Yep. I mean, Columbus has been doing well lately. They they we talked about it the other day. They blow that four goal lead to Pittsburgh. You know we worry about it because we didn't want Pittsburgh to get those two points. And Columbus, you know they have they're the leader right now. And if they can just get to the end of the season, they'll have the best chances at this guy. Which there's a franchise that would, yeah. would they not be completely transformed? Oh, completely. They would be relevant for the first time in their history, wouldn't yeah. they be? They signed Johnny Hockey this offseason, and the reaction was like, why Columbus? That's like, weird. It still doesn't make any and sense it, that he did that. Right, and now if they get Bedard, all of a sudden they're, you know, Line A, Goudreau, Bedard yeah. would be the biggest star of them all. And they would be relevant. Mm-hmm. So. Chicago would be relevant again. Really, every, wouldn't everybody? Maybe. Every, I mean, Montreal, I've, I've seen enough from, like, Montreal fans that, like, they are focused on this. They're now 10 points up, though, but... Yeah, they're not going to get there. Montreal is, like, desperate to get him. Well, at least the fans are. The team, again, they're 10 points above it. That That is where, I mean... And they just picked number one. They, yeah, so, uh, I don't even remember the guy's name, but they they just did. So, that's the only team... That's the only team in the Sabres division that would currently be in it, right? Yeah. 803-0550... I don't want to take calls on this anyway because I don't want people to get mad and have, you know, flashbacks. It's just an inconvenient reality that nine of the ten spots are pretty much taken. The tenth spot, TBD, and this, the Sabres are a candidate. This is all just a distraction from wanting to talk about Bayheim, isn't it? No, I can't wait to talk about Bayheim. I'm very oh, yeah, right. you, well. Never mind. I don't yeah. know why I just flipped that in my head. You would be okay. Never mind. I'm very, yes. I'm very, very, very happy. I was going to say you would be happy. I'm about very it. happy, and I don't feel the least bit guilty about feeling happy. You know, a lot of my friends, former Syracuse alumni, whatever, like, yeah. oh, well, you gotta, you gotta respect his career. I feel bad that I'm happy. I don't feel bad at all. Forty-seven years, man. <laughs> yeah, forty-seven years, and. What have the last five years been? 500 records in the ACC and a grumpy old man in a press conference. Yeah. Right to the end, too. Yeah. Grumpy right old to man the end. in the press conference. An un- a, the weirdest post-game retirement speech ever. We've got it. We'll play it. No, so I'm, I'm happy about it. And I don't, you know, yeah. is Adrian Autry going to be a, as good a coach as Beheim? Probably not. Maybe he will in the short term. Hopefully he will. But... With Bayheim, it is a flat-out refusal to adjust to the times and to be a modern coach. So mm-hmm. he ultimately, I mean, all of the signs point to he got pushed out. Like, no, this is yeah. this is your last year. This That's, is he kind of said it right yep. that it's not it's not really up to me. Yep, he even he said did, those he words. Did, he, did, he said I didn't say I wanted to leave. It's up to the university. And then in the announcement about him leaving, they say he's leaving, and there's not a single quote from him. And right. they did not use the word retire because right. if, as far as they're concerned, if he wanted to go coach somewhere else, he would do it. You're you're out. Your time has come. It has yeah. been 47 years. Thank you for everything. It's time. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I am happy about that. 803-0550. We got a football-heavy show, even though we just spent a lot of time on, you know, Tankathon.com. And I apologize <laughs> for that. Yeah. It brings me no joy. 
to point that out, I will say I am currently watching the 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 thing on my computer screen right now is Connor Bedard highlights. Oh, look at you. Sell me quick. He's supposed to be between McDavid and, Ma- and Austin Matthews. I'm a lot closer to being in on this idea than I am on uh, the links at Turf Mill. <laughs> Tread, treadmills at treadmills golf, golf simulators. Brian Cozill on the other side. We'll talk to him a little bit about the Sabre stretch run here. Dallas, the Rangers, also get a sawgrass preview for uh, the Players' Championship. They tee off today. But a big football show. We're going to talk to Sal about it. We've got to talk about Tremaine Edmonds and Jordan Poyer, both expected to leave according to Adam Schefter. Schefter reported yesterday the Bills are expecting to lose both. And that is, of course, massive. We probably knew Poyer, Edmonds. Maybe you've thought it's a coin flip. Maybe you've been thinking they're going to bring him back. But, I mean, it really is the biggest change to come in the McDermott and Bean era this offseason with Poyer and Frazier and Edmonds and their defense letting them down multiple seasons in a row in, the, in crunch time. So we'll get into a really a, a, a meaty football show, including what to do about Edmonds if he leaves. So Sal's coming up at 7. We've got Tyler Dunn at 8.30 to talk about what's going on in Green Bay with the Packers. And there's a story that they're not even asking for a big package of, tr- of pieces. Mm-hmm. Like, no, just make a reasonable offer and you can have that guy, Aaron Rodgers. And then at 9 o'clock, Sean Stepner, who covers the Ravens. What's going on with Baltimore and uh, Lamar as they give him the non-exclusive franchise tag? So plenty of football here on the way today. Uh, join us at any point if you want. On the Sabres, another big – I mean, every every game is big right about now. On the Sabres and Stars tonight or, you know, this uh, inconvenient reality or, you know, whatever else is on your mind. 803-0550 on WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.